You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Welcome back into the show, Tom and Ricky. We're your hosts, and today's Friday, so that means we got Donnie in the house. Donnie here to give us some NFL picks, talk about the week with us. Should be fantastic. Um, so much to get to today. A lot of games throughout the NFL, and we'll get to most of them, or the important ones, I should say. With uh, Ricky and Donnie here. Remember, SteadyPicks.com, completely free to sign up. Sign up today. Best bets from all of us, all of our experts at SteadyPicks and the SteadyPicks system, please. So sign up today for that, completely free. Donnie, Ricky, good morning. How we doing? Good morning, Tom. Good morning. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy Friday. And as we were just talking about off-air before we came on, uh, there is, what will we say, football every day for the next handful of weeks, maybe even a month, every day between the college bowl games, the NFL playing on Saturday now. There's a lot of football to to watch and and, uh, take a look at. It's degenerate season. And again... We'll say this every time. Just because there's a game on every day doesn't mean you have to bet the game on that's every day. Continue to be a little particular and get the spots that you want. So we've got games. Yeah, we got two games Saturday this week. The rest of them on Sunday. Got a game on Monday as always. Let's get right into it. Let's start with the games tomorrow. Uh, we'll start with the early one. This is 4.30 Eastern. Uh, it's the Raiders laying three and a half on the road against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Ricky, we'll start with you on this one. Do you have anything on this? Do you have any advice, or how do you look at this game? So, you know, this is an interesting game, Tom. I actually don't have any action on this game. Um, for those who are not aware... The COVID situation in the NFL has gotten really, really crazy. Uh, It's actually at the point where now Case Keenum has been ruled out in this game as well as Baker Mayfield. So, you know, it's kind of tough to get a grip on, to be honest with you. Um, What what are you guys making of this? I saw some reports that people would be surprised if this game even plays, to be honest with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's just madness how much how much COVID problems Cleveland's going through. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm I'm staying away. Me too, and I almost uh, I almost lean towards the Browns anyway because I don't think you know Baker is that good, right? You look at Baker as opposed to Keenum. And you're like, you can't help but feel like maybe Keenum's even, I hate to say it, but a little bit better. Maybe. Uh, Case Keenum, for sure, I, I would be confident in. Um, obviously, he goes back with, with Kevin Stefanski uh, in, in Minnesota. And I think he tested positive yesterday, too, now that I'm looking. Right, yeah. Yes, it'll be Nick Mullins, who, who has NFL experience, but oh, but boy. in this situation, only getting maybe one, two days of, of first team reps. Uh, I can't, I can't trust the Browns in this situation. So no. I have no play. That's horrible. That's horrible. It's almost, and the, the COVID situation has gotten worse with the players over the last uh, couple of weeks. Right. But especially now it's getting really bad. And part of your handicap and as ridiculous as I had a conversation with somebody about this texting back and forth yesterday. As ridiculous as it seems, that must become a part of your handicap for every game that you do. So if you're not digging into those things before you place a bet, you're doing yourself a massive disservice. You must look at those those factors before you place a bet. And the worst part is you could place a bet, and the very next, in an hour, there could be guys out with COVID. So it almost makes you want to wait until closer to game time, but you're trying to get some closing line value. You're trying to beat the line a little bit. It just becomes a mess, an absolute mess. And Tom, to uh, to touch on that, yesterday they actually, the league announced a new updated COVID-19 protocol across the league. So uh, they're going into a, a, a bit more of like a lockdown right now, effective immediately. This has been put in where uh, the key takeaways from what I've seen are just, you know, masking again, regardless of vaccination status. Uh, no more like outdoor or remote meetings. They're getting rid of uh, outside visitors while on team travel. So things are really being tightened up right now. But like you said, like, I just saw a new list, Von Miller's on it, a bunch of other guys on the Rams. You you can't ignore, like, it's so bad right now in the NFL that, yeah, I would argue it'd be crazy to make a bet early. In and two things, and two things. One one thing to look at is, okay, if if one important player in an important position is put on the COVID list, seems to be a trend that, there's other players in that same position mm-hmm. have have been experiencing the same type of difficulties. So that's one thing to note. Uh, and the other is, if I see you to take a look at, at Baker Mayfield's Twitter account, he was he was sounding off <laughs> I on, saw that on the COVID protocols. I, I mean, I don't crazy. know, I don't know what's right, what's wrong, but it'd be a shame for the end of this NFL season to be dictated by COVID. And it very well might if they don't tighten it up. But I do think, you know, as often as you bet a game and COVID happens and it moves the line away from you, the same thing's going to happen for you. 
And that's where it's like it's so hard to kind of figure out, should I continue betting them a little bit early like we always have, or do we wait until game time? But I'm not getting anything on the – like I'm getting the sharpest number that there possibly can be on Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. So it's yeah. it's real difficult because it's just – it's random who gets the COVID and who doesn't. So there's no – you can't predict what's going to happen. You can look at what's the information that's available right now, and you can make an educated bet. And if COVID happens for you or against you, then that is fine. It goes either way. But you can't predict which way it's going to go. Right. Anyway. Um, we can move the, on from that unless you have something else to add, Ricky. No, so I was I was actually just going to say the second Saturday game, though, mm-hmm. less of a COVID impact here. So uh, more of a just traditional Patriots taking on the Colts in Indianapolis. Um, this game has my, you know, I haven't made a bet yet, but I wanted to talk through this one with you guys. Um, Donnie, you got anything here? Yeah, I don't have a play, but it, this this would be a fun game, uh, in my opinion. I actually, not that I've been fading New England, I'm just I'm not buying buying the New England hype. Yes, they are on roll as of late, but when it comes push comes to shove, they still have a rookie quarterback. Um, so I would lean the Colts in this game, and to be honest, I would assume right around kickoff, New England will be a, a trendy dog. Right. Tom, you got any thoughts? I think the time to get this was when the Patriots were above a three-point dog. You know, they were at three and a half in that range for a little while earlier in the in the week. Uh, were they? This, yeah. Yeah, you had them at three. Early yeah, in the yeah week. you're right. No, I'm looking now. Uh, I didn't – I don't remember seeing the three and a half, but – I think we saw. You're I right. think we I saw think it like wasn't. a. Yeah, we saw a three and a half, and we saw that, and it's come down a little bit. I think the Patriots are a pretty sharp play, all things considered. The numbers that I have said that the Colts are still getting most of the money, uh, which kind of is a is a bit of a sharp line movement towards the Patriots, but again. I maybe I'm wrong. I swore we saw three, three and a half earlier in this in the week for this game. Well, the reason too, Tom, the only like I I don't want to make a stink of it, but you know more than anyone how crucial that is if it moved mm-hmm. through three yes. and actually went through three to two and a half. So exactly. if if we can dig that out, I'd really like to know because that would impact my bet, but. While we while we're digging that out, just a couple notes that have scared me off of betting the Colts because, you know, I, I really wanted to take the Colts in this spot. The Patriots are five and one against the spread on the road. They're two and zero oh as a road underdog, and we all know they have covered like what seven straight or something like that. It's just tough. There's a here's lot. A, yeah. Here, here's an interesting note. Um, I know. Patriots to win the Super Bowl is a pretty hot ticket right now, and that that line has dropped significantly. But as far as I can see, no rookie quarterback has ever won a Super Bowl, so that's that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, 
I think Ben Roethlisberger may have made a nice run as a rookie. I can recall a couple guys, but that's the thing here. You got to ultimately realize that Mac Jones is a rookie. And while he's definitely, you know, exceeded expectations, he's, he's playing phenomenal. He's a rookie and he doesn't even have that good of weapons and stuff around him. Like how much can, let's say, let's say the Colts, DeForest Buckner, who you guys know is an absolute animal up front. Let's say he slows down the run and this becomes a Mac Jones throw us into a victory here. Give me the Colts all day. Well, I don't think we ever saw a three and a half. I think I was maybe thinking of a different game or whatever, but I there was never a, a three and a half really on this game. The mm, consensus okay. opener that I see is is about a two and a half. Because so I was going to say, so I think the books moving. don't want to give the three to New England. Yeah, the line's moving even slightly towards the Colts. The Colts. Yeah, now, I do well, see on the odds tracker, on the uh, you know the comparisons, I do see that Fox bet might actually be having a three out there in this game. Uh, juiced up, minus 120. But it, it does look like Fox bet is offering a three right now. Everywhere else, it's kind of, it's not really juiced up one way or the other right now at the two and a half mark. And then this other place that I look, again, this is where there's so much information to kind of sift through. You know, one place says all the money's on the Colts. The other place says all the money is on the Patriots. So frustrating. I mean, the other thing with this matchup, these are two teams both coming off a bye, I believe. And they're like, these are teams, you know, these aren't like even the Chiefs to a degree. I think Patrick Mahomes pulled a rabbit out of the hat last night and got them that win. You know, these teams are like well-oiled machines that both sides of the ball. This is I'm just excited to watch this game. I'm going to not bet it for now, guys. I am not playing it either. As of now, I think I'm leaning towards the Colts. Minus two and a half. That sounds like a good number to me. I'll feel really good about that if we can get it, you know, to three. Even I don't think a three and a half is coming, but if it did, that would make me feel really good. But Got a um, lean, Donnie? Yeah, I lean the Colts still. I'm seeing a two at Ben MGM. Um, I just think the Colts get it done at home in this spot. All right. So uh, I like, I like a little three-way lean on the Colts there. I, I will likely have a Colts ticket tomorrow up on my card for what it's worth. All right. We'll keep on rolling down the NFL. Now we're into Sunday. We'll have to pick up the speed a little if you want to get to more games. Um, well, let's just do this. Donnie, give me your first play. Your first official play for the weekend, and we'll start with yeah, that Yeah, my first play, we're going to jump to Sunday night football here. We got um, Bucks visiting the Saints. Or no, excuse me. Bucks are at home against the Saints. Uh, seeing 11-point spread. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the points here. Uh, it's too many points for me. Sean Payton has showed. It kind of has a formula for, to – to play these this Bucks team is pretty tough. Um, it's a very big game for the Saints, and I expect them to stay inside this number. 
it's, it's worth noting that that the Bucks, while they're good against the run, they struggled against mobile quarterbacks. Uh, Josh Allen, I believe, went for over 100 rushing yards uh, the, la- the last time they played them. So I'm going to take the 11 points, primetime game, and and I believe New Orleans will stay inside this number for most of the game. Yeah, it's a play I like very much. Divisional dog, big, big line, a team that really needs to win in the Saints. This game is extremely important, I believe. I mean, they still may be likely missing the postseason, if I'm not mistaken. They got a shot at it. No, nah, they're in Six to seven teams, yeah. Yeah, they're, the Saints are quietly very much in that wild last wild card spot. So uh, I like this as a sneaky play, Donnie. Even a little bit, call me call me crazy. The Saints might win this game outright. Bold, but I'm telling you, this is going to be a tight game. And, yeah, I like that play a lot. I do. I uh, I don't I haven't made any plays myself, so I got nothing to share for now. But that is going to be a big consideration over the next day or so as something I want to get involved in because I still think the Bucks like they're just so overrated and the and they get all this money they take all the bets so the book has no problem laying this big number out there for them so we'll see where that goes over the next few days Ricky give me the. Oh, go ahead. You got something else to add? No, it's just worth noting that um, Saints won by nine. Obviously, this this game was in New Orleans, and it was two months ago. But it's worth noting this this Saints team over the last year since Tom Brady got there, they they play this Bucks team pretty tough. Yep. Um, I remember that Halloween game. I saw both of you guys that day, and. You guys remember, I was on Saints Moneyline in the last matchup with uh, Jameis Winston. That was the game that I think he got. He tore his ACL or whatever. But um, I really like this pick a lot, Donnie. I'm I'm going to hop on this with you right now for a half unit on the spread. And I swear, by, by Sunday, I might end up on the money line. Interesting. Why wait? You know what? Why wait? I'm, I'm going to do a little... Uh, 0.25 unit potentially here on the money line on my car. Plus 400. Well. I love it. Yep. I love it. Uh, Ricky, give me your first other game outside of that one. So I hate to be like this guy, Tom, but I didn't. I'm not making the bets until closer to game time. And the reason is because I don't think these lines are going to swing one way or the other between now and then. So I think you could only really get hurt forcing a pick in right now. Um, the two games that I'm looking at are the Pittsburgh Steelers who are playing the Titans at home. The game's essentially a pick em. I have a strong lean on Pittsburgh in this game. They've been playing really well at home. I know how bad the defense looked last week, but if you look at the defense at home, it's, it's typically a different story. Um, either of you have any thoughts on this game that could swing me into betting it now? Yeah, it's funny you, you bring this this matchup up, Ricky. I, I was very strongly considering taking Pittsburgh as well on the money line here. Um, you're right. They I just play, they've been playing well at home, uh, and and Tennessee just can't seem to get right again without without Derrick Henry. Obviously, AJ Brown is on the IR again this week. 
So I'm just really I, I surprised. Take, I'm really yeah, surprised. I would lean on lean on Pittsburgh. I I can't see why you. I don't know. Back in Pittsburgh in this spot, I it doesn't seem like the most appealing thing to do to me. I haven't called a team a fraud all season, Tom, because I don't. I don't like when you use that word with these teams. You throw it around at them. I'm gonna use it for the first time. I believe Tennessee is frauds. I haven't really? bought into them at all this season. Not yes, when they have. were. Eight. Ricky, weren't you their biggest fan for the beginning of the year? Because I was against them. No, I, ble- I believe that was me. Not a, yeah. Well, Donnie rode. In you fairness to you, Donnie. Yeah, you're you're definitely net positive on the Titans. You rode them when they were rolling and got off them when they stopped. I haven't touched them. At, I haven't bet the Titans once the whole season, Tom. And it's not it's not even that I thought they were frauds to start the season. It's that they've just crumbled. They've fallen apart. They have no Derrick Henry, Julio, and A.J. Brown. That, that trio didn't work out. Like Donnie said, A.J. Brown's out again. Uh, you know, I, I just don't. Pittsburgh, while, yes, Ben might be washed, they've got some really good offensive playmakers. Um, I, I, yeah, I really like them in the spot. And in terms of just, like, trends and stuff like that, they're 2-0 and as a home underdog for what it's worth. They've cashed both times in this spot, 5-3 and three as a dog on the year in general. So it's it's been a profitable spot to back them. It's worth noting the Steelers need this game too if they want to stay in the playoff hunt. They need it badly. Oh, it's they're out likely if they lose because they have that tie too, right? Yes, six six and one right now. Bills are sitting at the last wild card at seven and six, along with the Colts. Oh, uh, you guys yeah, may or may not game. know, but I've actually taken a piece of the Tennessee Titans to win the Super Bowl this week. Um. And because you're not looking at the team right now, you're looking at what the team might be in a few weeks. Because they've done enough this year, they're gonna they're gonna be in. When they get Henry back, this team is different. If they will, they'll get him back. They'll get him back for playoffs. And when they get him back, this team is different. And that's the sort of thinking to have when you look at you know, who should I bet to win the Super Bowl at this point or that sort of thing. Because when he comes back, they're going to be very good again and they're going to be a problem in the playoffs. That's fair, but it, yeah. it's an if. It's not when. It is when. I will say, yeah, Tom, that, that's inter- That's an interesting thought to look ahead. I like where you're – because you, the Titans are one of those teams if they – let's just say they're they squeeze out a home game – Derrick Henry is back. A.J. Brown and Julio all of a sudden are healthy. You know they have a scrappy defense. I, I see mm-hmm. where your head's at there. Yep. But again, if. He's going to come back. He's projected to Even come back. Even A.J. Brown and Julio, if they can remain healthy, those guys don't play. Like, mm-hmm. But Derrick Henry we'll will be back by the end of the regular season. It was no a doubt. serious foot injury, and he's a big, heavy guy, Tom. No doubt. There is even with right. extra time. The last week of the season, he'll be back. Last week, he'll, I think he'll be back week 18. 18? 7, yeah, 18. The new week. I think he'll be back that week, ready to go for playoffs. That, hey, I want him in there. The NFL is a better league when, when he's rolling. So 
we'll be hoping for the best. Uh, what so, else we got? Donnie, do you have any other plays that you have made a bet on yet? I do. Uh, Broncos minus two and a half for one unit. Uh, this is more of a fade on the Bengals than it is back in the Broncos at home. Uh, since he's now lost back-to-back games and they're dealing with both injuries and a COVID issue or two. Um, so I'm taking the number at the two and a half before the possibility of more COVID issues happening with the Bengals. Um, so I'm on the Broncos minus two and a half. I just feel comfortable getting this game <clears throat> under a field goal. And it's worth noting it's some pretty key injuries and, and COVID issues for Cincinnati and they're kind of they're kind of reeling like I said losing back-to-back games I'm on the Broncos here and I do like this play and I like the spot that you've gotten the number which is the two and a half is key in this because most of the books are up to three at this point um there's only a couple left at two and a half and I think that's going to be a good spot to grab them because again to get it before three that's the key number to grab i like that spot and as teams have these covid problems they tend to pile up on them so you know a couple of guys couple more one more and then all of a sudden this line's out of control and the Bengals are are decimated so i really like what i want to know did the Bengals cut that jerk off who who uh, muffed the two punts and caused in the game last week <laughs> That guy shouldn't be on the team. My gosh. It's like, you muff one punt, all right. You know, you, you give them the benefit of the doubt. You go out there and get smacked in the face mask by the next one. I'm just saying. Awful. Games that I'm on looking at this week, there's a few. I'm not going to be playing. And I may end up on one of these because, you know, I, you can't you can't watch football with that little, little something on it. But trying to be more disciplined and trying to to lay back on the NFL, as we talked about. Um, the one that I was looking at that I still think is kind of interesting is the Houston Texans on the road against the Jaguars. I know it's the ugliest game that you could ever find, but to get five and a half points as a divisional dog against a Jacksonville Jaguars team, I mean, that's insane. That's just insane. Uh, that very well may be like my favorite play of the of the day, believe it or not, just because I think the Jaguars with the coach leaving and everything else is so bad. The situation there is so bad. I'm not sure what they'll do. Now, there's always that flip side where Urban Meyer's gone and all of a sudden they, they win the last like four games of the season. <laughs> There's always a possibility yeah. of that, but some fresh air in the building. Yeah, as we see across all sports, teams that lose their coach often kind of bounce back a little bit. Um, I, I don't see. Zion moved in Jacksonville's direction when yep. they got rid of Urban Meyer. Two points and five and a half. I don't care if you don't have Urban Meyer or not. Five and a half is way too many for the Jacksonville Jaguars to lay against anybody. That's just crazy to me, though, that they Vegas thinks Urban Meyer is so bad that just getting him out of the building gave Jacksonville two points. 
Yeah, kind of odd. Other than that game, though, there's really nothing else that I'm itching to get involved with. It's a tough week. There's a lot of big spreads again. I think we, you know, looked at all the games that are kind of on that fringe point. The one that I will bring up, though, and ask both your opinions on is um, one of the best games of the week, I'd say. It's Green Bay at the Ravens. Uh, right now, the line is about five and a half, or there's a couple of six and a halfs that I see. So you can kind of get uh, whatever number you like. Five and a half or six and a half on this one. Line opened. Tough to see where it opened. Right around there, right around the five and a half mark. What do you think about this game? Can the Packers lay five and a half, six and a half on the road against Baltimore? Is Baltimore done? I mean, yeah, I don't think Baltimore might be done. Uh, I hate to say it. They just do not look good. Uh, Their defense has kind of been carrying them. Lamar Jackson, they they just look a little out of sorts, to be completely honest with you. And and Green Bay has been a monster, both against the spread and straight up this year, sitting at 11-2 against the spread, 10-3 overall. Uh, I'm going to lay off this game. I'm assuming all the public money is going to be on, going to be on Green Bay. Uh, oh, it sure is. Open two and a half, down to five and a half, even six and a half. Like I said, so a huge line movement. This is kind of that opportunity to buy low on a team, and get a massively inflated number in Baltimore, which I'll remind you is not the easiest place in the world to play. So a hugely inflated number. I think the six and a half is way too high the books that are showing six and a half right now, they're begging for Baltimore money. And they probably likely won't get it until it gets to seven. Ricky, you got anything on this one? Do we know for certain if Lamar is in or out or if he's likely to be in or out? See, that's the tricky part. I believe they signed someone uh, either from the practice squad or, or a free agent. Not exactly sure, but still listed as questionable. And with with them grabbing another quarterback on their depth chart, that makes me a little nervous. Because one of the really interesting things is, and Tom, uh, this is uh, one of the the Jack Andrews notes, and you can find this stuff on that unabated website. The uh, I believe Lamar Jackson's backup. There's the biggest drop off between him and his backup amongst any quarterback in the league. And I know the kid played pretty well last week when he came in for him against Cleveland. You know, he was scrappy. He he got he got his way to a cover there. But it's a massive drop-off. So for me, if you're telling me I could get six and a half points with Lamar Jackson at home, I'll take that against any team in the league. But I almost feel like this is priced for sure with Lamar out. So... Yeah, I don't want I don't want anything to do with this without Lamar, but I'd love it. I'd love it with them. From from what I'm seeing, it says offensive coordinator Greg Roman indicated that Jackson's status will go down to the wire on Sunday. <laughs> so it'll be worth. Oh, doesn't man. give much context, but uh, be interesting to see. I, I hope he plays. This should be an exciting game if he does. But and if I he guess... can't even move that well, you know, like if he's limited with his mobility. Yeah, I don't know. It's. You just got to kind of know his health to really cap this one. 
And I'm still not convinced that Lamar Jackson is really, really good. Like, I'm still not 100%. I'm not saying that this backup is potentially going to do a better job. What I'm saying is I'm just not sold on the, the method for Lamar Jackson. He's not really having a very good season. Prior to his left tackle getting injured and his entire, t- you know, the line falling apart, he was having a special year, Tom. I don't know if special. He hasn't been protected. Look at look at the stats before Ronnie Staley and look at the stats after. But you're right. I mean, the bottom line is the guy's Staley's not there, so you have to take into account the without. And he's numbers. not the only quarterback that has missed an offensive line. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, but it it, it impacts them, especially with these key guys. It's you know, it, you, you got to be protected as a QB. Oh, no doubt. But you look across the league, is there a team that doesn't have an hasn't had an offensive lineman an important guy miss a game or two this season or some, you know, like every team deals with that. So I don't really remember Matt Ryan. Remember the game uh, like a few weeks back? We got into it, Tom, you and I, because you blamed Matt Ryan's poor play on having no offensive line. It's the same situation with Lamar, except he can cover it up more because he moves around. But you saw that's all I'm saying is yeah, you there's saw no doubt it matters, but it's not like I okay, every single team's got offensive line problem. Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson for the last 10 years hasn't had an offensive line. Right. But I'm saying it, it you got to take it into account is what I'm saying. So I don't know. I mean, we can't bet this game. We can't bet this game without uh clarity on the QB. And it will probably reward the people that maybe do try and get involved, whether you pl- like lay the five and a half with green Bay if you really think Lamar might not play, you you lay the five and a half. You wait and see what it does after Lamar's rolled out on Sunday. Really interesting way that you can kind of manipulate this and and play with this number. But uh, yeah, probably best to to stay away until we know more. Agreed. Agreed. But other than that, not a whole lot else out there that I'm really looking at saying, "Wow, I gotta have that." What do you guys think of the Eagles game? Just curious. That's a huge line. I know uh, Washington is hammered with COVID. I think that's part of the reason. Yeah, this line's inflated big time. I definitely think they win the game, but <clears throat> but it's just another game I'm staying away from due to due to the COVID issues and the inflated spread. Yeah, keep me away from that one as well. Do have one more play though, if you Ooh, want me to rattle yes, it all. Please, please, let's finish up with the last one. Uh, we're gonna go San Francisco minus eight and a half for one unit. Um, this team is is really coming into form, starting to get healthy. Uh, I believe this should be a wire to wire cover. Uh, they're playing their best football right now. They last couple of weeks they have wins over the Rams, the Vikings, the Bengals, which are are all playoff hopeful teams. Um, it's worth noting Atlanta has lost by double digits to the last three opponents with a winning record. Um, I think 49ers kind of bully Atlanta at home here. I'm I, eight and a half. 
I like this play, and I like the number you're getting, most importantly, because I see nine and a halfs in Vegas. It's nine consensus, but I see plenty of nine and a halfs around around here. Uh, and to lay eight and a half, I think it's going to work out nicely. So uh, when I see a line with that much value like that, um, I'm actually going to go ahead and, and get involved in that as well. I think that's a great spot to be. And for what it's worth, like this time of the year, I believe that that motivation kind of matters. And, and San Francisco has all the reason to really need this game for their playoff hopes. Uh, they're sitting at 7-6. Uh, with Debo getting healthy, I believe he practiced all week. Um, so, yeah, I feel comfortable laying the 8.5. They sh- it should, should win this one easily. Ricky, that 49ers team. Man, guys, they get in the playoffs. They're they're kind of like the Colts, you know, where I think they could make some noise if they squeak in. No, I agree with you. It's it's like you said about the the Patriots, the the Colts. They're kind of one of those teams that's just not relying on one guy. It, it just everyone does their job and it, it works for them. Yep. Steady yeah, Picks I, I like Radio, pick. wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening today. We got tennis plays to wrap us up to get us out of here. You know we got the tennis plays to get us out. Donnie, thank you so much, as always, for joining us today. Fantastic insight from you uh, for the always NFL. A pleasure. Today for tennis, we've got, uh, we got two plays on a four-game slate here. Uh, we're going back to the well with Caroline Garcia. She's plus 100 now on BetMGM. The line's kind of going away from us as uh, Vera Bonareva is pretty good. Up-and-coming star out of Russia. But I still think Caroline Garcia can get it done. So we'll go back to the well with her for a unit. And then our second play is at 12-15 against Greet Minen. We don't do well when we fade Greet. But we're doing it again here. Varvara Gracheva, plus 125 or better. Um, I got plus 115 last night. Plus 125 is available now. It's a better number. So we're kind of against the grain on both of these plays today. But it doesn't mean everything. So uh, still locking those two in uh, there. Some exciting news. We're lining up a, a really great guest for next week or the week after. We've got three potential guests in the mix here uh the one for next week hopefully if, if we can get the schedule right big women's tennis better so we may have a lovely <laughs> lovely women's tennis uh episode for you ricky the tennis colt will be fired up for that one tom that's why i'm excited for it. It's, it. A, it's one of the most respected betters that you, you'll find so fantastic SteadyPicks.com, wake up and wager. Good luck today with tennis. Good luck today with everything else going on. Enjoy the weekend. Talk to you on Monday.